same day that we got the news of what God had done was, um, you know, it was the same day that I heard about, you know, the Israel uh, attacks, the attacks on Israel and everything. And, you know, we were able to really like rejoice um, in the blessing that God gave us for like, you know, just an hour, maybe like, you know, as soon as we got on our knees, started thanking God and praising God and, you know, all of that, um, you know, we hear this news and I couldn't, I couldn't be happy. Like my heart was so broken and I was so sad. Um, so I just went from here to here, you know, and, um, I was like, wow, you know, um, my, my soul, you know, was happy and excited because of what God had just done for us. But um, my spirit was really, 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 really heavy, really sad, really, um, you know, just mourning. My, my spirit was, man, was mourning. And I knew that God was mourning. You know, um, I went um, before the Lord and I know, you know, his heart was very, very sad. Um, he expressed some things, uh, which, you know, I can feel God's heart. I hope you're, you're close enough to God that you can feel his heart because, you know, you don't always have to go into prayer to fear, to hear what God is saying, to feel his heart. If you're one with him, you should be able to feel his heart. You know what I mean? So, um, I was just feeling that and I couldn't shake it, you know, and, um, there have been times that I've been, I've felt that way. To the point where God just, where it was just so overwhelming, it just knocked me to my knees, you know. Um, and God would just, just really, really start weeping with me. Or I was weeping with God, if that makes sense. So I was, that's, that's kind of where I was, you know, when this happened. And um, when I heard that this happened. Um, and a lot of people were saying a lot of things and I saw things circulating in the news and, you know, about how terrible the attacks were and, you know, the women that were, you know, the women, the children, the men, I won't reiterate everything here because, you know, it's in the news. And I also share, um, you know, what I hear that, that is, uh, I feel from a viable source I share it on my Facebook page, uh, my personal Facebook page. Um, so you can go there and, you know, kind of see if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, which I hope you do because everybody should. Um, but if you don't know, uh, then, you know, you can go there and uh, find out uh, what we're talking about. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the Lord shared some things, um, the, the spirit of God, you know, said, did say some things to me and, um, you know, I want to share them. Um, I want to share them, uh, because, you know, when, the, when, when people are saying different things, having different opinions, you know, everybody seems to have, you know, um, their own interpretation or their own idea or theology concerning the matter. Uh, different news outlets have their own little thing going on. But um, 
what I heard, you know, I, it was because I asked God. I think it's very important to ask God questions. Like, we can tell that God's heart is sad, but God, what actually, you know, why did you actually um, allow this to happen? You know, I understand the sovereignty of God very well. So I always ask God why, you know, um, because I don't want to assume, you know what I mean? And I think um, a lot of us move in a spirit of assumption when, you know, uh, we shouldn't, you know what I mean? So um, I was asking and um, the first thing I heard the Lord say was that all Israel is not Israel, you know. And, you know, of course, you know, we should weep with them that weep, we mourn with them that mourn, etc. But I was asking God for the purpose of knowing how, you know, to intercede, um, you know, it's specifically what, you, you, you know, what to pray. Um, and I wanted to know from God's mouth. So he said that all Israel is not Israel. And um, he said, you know, he reminded me of the scripture um, let me grab that for you. That says, um, hold on, some screens doing something. Um, the, the scripture that says, um, that a Jew, a, you know, a true Jew or a real Jew is not one outwardly, but one inwardly, right? Um, get that scripture here Romans chapter 2 um, verse 29 I'm just gonna go through take you through like you took me through and then you can kind of you know understand um, but it, Romans chapter 2 um, and verse um, 29 I guess we could start at verse 28 okay it says, for he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision or that of the circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and, and that circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Right. So that was the first scripture that came to my heart was that, you know, God saying all Israel is not Israel because a real Jew is one inwardly. Um, if you want to know where that uh, um, scripture is about all Israel um, is not Israel, that is found in um, Romans also, um, Romans chapter 9, verse 6 to 7. So let's look at Romans 9. Verse um, 6 to 7. It says, Not as though the word of God hath taken none effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel. Neither because they are of this, neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Um, so Isaac was the child of the promise, right? Abraham's promised uh, seed, and um, 
which was, you know, not of the flesh, but of, of the spirit. It represents the not the flesh, but the spirit, right? And so um, this is uh, this is key because the next thing he showed, he, he I heard whispered to me was that um, there was a long war, and a lot of times God just kind of, you know, drops scriptures as um, clues sometimes to like say what he's trying to say, but to me, they're clues because I have to go back and research what he's saying, you know? Um, so, uh, the next, the next thing I heard him say was that there was a long war between the house of David and the house of Saul, um, between the house of David and the, and the house of Saul that is found in second, second Samuel chapter three. Um, I'll pull, I'll read that for you as well. And then I'll put this all together for you. I said tonight wasn't going to be heavy and all of that, you know, so I'm just kind of, you know, we chit chat and stuff like that, but I just wanted to kind of share, um, uh, second Samuel chapter three, uh, starting at verse one, it says, now there was long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But David waxed stronger and stronger, and the house of Saul waxed weaker and weaker. Now, I, all, I often uh, relate, this to, relate this to myself, right? My spirit man versus um, my soul or my flesh, actually, right? I, will, I want my spirit man to wax stronger and stronger and my flesh to wax weaker and weaker. But when the Lord said this uh, to me, he showed me what Saul and David represented, right? David represents um, righteousness. He represents, um, uh, you know, um, Israel. You know what I mean? He, he represents um, the throne of Israel in Jerusalem. Jerusalem was the city of David. Um, David was king of Israel, etc. Um, but then Saul represents the king that God rejected, um, and he represents rebellion. And, you know, it was as if the spirit of God was asking me what, you know, it was like he was testing me, asking me what does David represent and what does Saul represent? And when he asked what does Saul represent, um, I said rebellion. And then um, I said uh, rebellion and um stubbornness and then and he said what else and I said idolatry idolatry so putting this together you know what God is saying here is that all Israel is not Israel because many of the people in Israel are operating in idolatry um, and uh, the reason why he allows the wars to, you know, because this is not the first war, obviously. The reason why God allows um, so much war um, over Israel is not just because he wants them fighting for their territory. God promised them that their territory a long time ago, you know, um, and that is their inheritance. But um, it's it is because Revelation It's another scripture the Lord took me to. Is because they left their first love. 
is because they left their first love. And the Lord says, um, just like just like at any other time, right? Just like any other time when God allowed Israel's enemies to attack Israel, it was um, it was because of their idolatry and it was because of, you know, um, their rebellion, you know. Um, there, there are, there are several things that are, that are, um, you know, just that will really, really make you get on the, on God's bad side. And that is idolatry. It's stubbornness, rebellion, it's witchcraft, you know? Um, and he said, you know, Israel needs to repent and return back to me. She left, Israel left. Uh, left its first love and and the Lord wants Israel to fully return back to him um, and uh, so you know when I began to pray I was praying um, for Israel's repentance you know for God to uh, grant them uh, repentance you know um, and you know that uh, the remnant would be would stand up you know that the remnant um would begin to influence the rest i forget the word that was that the spirit of god was praying through me but that the, that the remnant you know would would be be able to um in, be able to influence the rest because there's a remnant he said, all Israel is not Israel. So there is a remnant, you know, that loves God with all their heart, that honors God, that worships God and that obeys God. But then, you know, you have the rest, you know what I mean? And um, I think that, you know, this is part of the shaking that God is shaking as well. I think that, um, you know, just like us over here, you know, God has to God has to get our attention if we don't if we won't give him our attention. He has to get our attention and he will get our attention, you know, uh one way or another. And I believe that um you know, it's just it's 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 really a wake up call. I know people are not going to like this and they're going to say, "Well, you know, God is not punishing them, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. I mean, you can you can have your own opinion, but I will say that God doesn't just let our enemies just attack us for no reason. If you read your Bible thoroughly, you will see every time God allowed enemy, uh, enemy tribes to overtake Israel, it was because they did something wrong. It was because they dishonored God or they didn't turn to God, um, you know, for instruction in the battle, etc., whatever. But it was something, and, and most of the time it was idolatry that caused God to, to turn them over uh, you know, and even sell them into captivity to their enemies. And I want to read something to you here because um, this is where uh, also um, the Lord took me in scripture. I've been in the, in the word, you know, the past several days um, about this. And um, Isaiah 33 says, um, because we, 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 we read, you know, Psalm, what is it, 122? Or 120, yeah, 122 that talks about, you know, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Amen. And I was praying for the peace of Jerusalem. I'm still praying for the peace of Jerusalem, that peace be within her walls and prosperity be within her gates, within her palaces. Amen. 
Um, but the effects of righteousness, you see, the effects of righteousness. This is what the Lord is saying here. Um, Isaiah uh, chapter 32 first and um, verse 16 Um, watch this. It says, well, let's, let's start at verse, um, verse, um, 11. I'll just start at verse 11. Okay. It says, um, tremble ye women. Now women represent what it represents, uh, the body of Christ. It represents God's you know, God's people or the bride of Christ. It says, tremble ye women that are at ease, be troubled ye careless ones, strip you and make you bare and gird sackcloth upon your loins. Now the first, um, you know, the first response when God allows the enemy to attack us in any area, you know, um, you know, or, or we begin to, you know, um, lose, you know what I'm saying, um, great loss, like, like they have lost literally their families, their children, there's so many lives were wiped out, their dwellings were wiped out, etc. Um, uh, is it, it, it's, it's weeping, you know, it's, you know, in, in their day and this day that I'm reading about, you know, they girded themselves with sackcloth. They threw dust on their heads. They cried out. And I'm pretty sure they did that. They lamented so, so uh, heavily because of their loss. And verse 12 says, they shall lament for the teats, for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vine. And it says, upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars, yea, and all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Uh, because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. The forts and towers shall be dens forever, a joy of wild asses and a pasture of flocks. But the, here's the key. Until the, script, until the spirit be poured upon us from on high, the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. It says, then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness shall remain in the fruitful field. Judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness shall remain in the fruitful field. Verse 17, key scripture. And the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. I'm going to read that again. It says, and the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwellings and in quiet resting places. So, 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 so what is, what is that tied to? Um, the, script, the, the Bible says that he that keepeth his mind stayed on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. And then Psalm 91, a scripture that we all, you know, should be praying is, um, 
he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, right? Uh, my fortress, my God in whom I will trust. Amen. And then it says what? Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers. I'm going somewhere with this. Um, and under his wings shall you trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Now, I, I that this is saying that you know the enemy cannot attack you when you're in this place, right? Um, then it says, "Thou shalt not be afraid for the what the terror by day by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness." nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday, right? A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, right? Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, David says, even the most high, thy, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. Um, and, it, and it talks about him giving his angels charge over us to keep us in all their our, all our ways and how they will bear us up in their hands. Lest at any time we dash our foot against a stone. Um, it just goes on and on and on. And um, and so. You know. Uh, the Lord says, you know, the, the curse cometh not without a cause. That attack did not come without a cause. When we pray here, we have to be praying for them to repent. How do we know um, where the heart uh, of Israel is or, you know, uh, where the majority of the of the heart of uh, the majority of the people's heart is right whether it's close to God or it's far from God is because, you know, uh, God is not God is not in their mouth. Like if you've been watching um, the prime minister, uh, then uh, Net Netanyahu, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name, but our, our secretary of state um, went there uh, and they did a, you know, they did a press uh, release of, of course, um, but they went there to secure uh, to help secure Israel, right? Now we know that now that Israel is winning, you know, the war. Amen. So I believe that there are people, right? The remnant is there and God is sparing that sparing them, you know, because of the remnant and the cries of the remnant, um, unto the, unto God. And that there's a, there has to be a remnant that is repenting, um, for the sins of Israel. Um, but when, when our secretary of state went over there um, and the president didn't go over there, notice um, Biden did not go over there, but he, he sent the secretary of state um, and, uh, you know, to shake hands, amen, and to, pro to, to help provide aid uh, to Israel. And one of the things he said was, um, you know, he, he said that, you know, we, we know, he said, I speak for myself and I speak for, um, you know, the house and I speak for the president who has been saying this repeatedly, that we know 
that um, that Israel can defend herself if 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 she needs to. Right. Israel can defend itself if, if they need to, but they won't. But they won't ever have to. Because America has her back. Right. Um, and when he said that. Something in my spirit, the Lord said, mm. <laughs> just like that. The Holy Spirit was just like, mm. and I was like, Lord. And he said, um, he took me back to this uh, Isaiah and this time it's Isaiah 33. And, um, and this is what it says. <laughs> this is what it says. Um, he was, he was showing me, first of all, let me, let me just back up. He was showing me that um, when when that man said that and he said America will always have Israel's back, right? The Holy Spirit was like, that's not true. And and he shook hands with the prime with the prime minister of Israel. I was um, I was sitting there and the Holy Spirit was was grieved and the Holy Spirit said they've always done this. They have always done this. This is nothing new, right? So, you know, he made me to remember how that, um, all the way going back to the days, you know, um, when the Romans shook hands and, and began to allow the Roman Catholic Church excuse me, when, you know, the, uh, the, the early Christians, right. Um, began to allow the Roman Catholic church to come in and begin to shake hands with the Roman Catholic church in exchange for something <laughs> in exchange for something. Right. And the Roman Catholic church began to bring in their traditions and they began to bring in their idolatry too. You know, they begin to bring their demons too. Amen. And that thing went from bad to worse. Amen. And, and, and they brought their, you know, their traditions, their holidays, their, you know, they turned our holy days into their holidays. They turned, you know, the, the, since then they've changed pretty much everything. They have changed the truth into a lie. They have, you know, changed the, 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 the times and, you know, and the laws, you know, and, and they just keep changing, you know what I'm saying? And, and now even today with Biden in office, he is there to change even more laws and times of God. Right. And, um, and, and, you know, when you trace it all the way back to when they first made the agreement with the Roman Catholic church to allow them to merge when they began to merge, you know what I mean? And say, you know, you can come in and, you know, and, and so on and so forth. That's when the exchange started taking place. I want to say, you know, it was, it was for money and the things that, you know, that they needed, that they, uh, began to, um, compromise with the Roman Catholic Church. Now look where that has led us. Look where that has led us. Now today, um, America, uh, come on, Roman territory. Oh God, do we know our history? Roman territory. America um, 
has, um, you know, continues to shake hands with Israel for the purpose. Why is Israel compromising with America? It is for the purpose of arms and financial backup. Financial, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? They What did they provide when Secretary of State went over there? What, what did America provide for this war? They provided arms. They pro provided financial support, etc. Right? So now this is what this is this is the same thing that's happening. And the Lord showed me in Isaiah, um, Isaiah chapter 33 here. This this is what it says. It says, Woe to thee that spoilest, and thou was not spoiled. Now that means woe to thee that plunderest, and thou was not plundered. Just stay with me. And dealest treacherously, and they dealt not treacherously with you. When thou shalt cause, when thou shalt cease to spoil, thou shalt be spoiled. And when thou shalt make an end to deal treacherously, or when you stop dealing treacherously, they are going to deal treacherously with you. Watch this now. It says, O Lord, Isaiah starts praying. He says, O Lord, be gracious unto us. Now, mind you, this is talking about uh, the, you know, uh, Jerusalem, this is talking about Jerusalem It's talking about, you know, God's God is trying to show mercy and he's trying to restore peace and stuff after, you know, they keep being rebellious. But now watch this it, uh, verse two. It says, Isaiah said, Oh Lord, be gracious unto us. We have waited for thee. Be thou our uh, be thou their arm every morning, our salvation also in the time of trouble. At the t at the noise of the tumult, the people fled. At the lifting up of the nations, excuse me, at the lifting up of thyself, the nations were scattered. And your spoil shall be gathered like the gathering of the caterpillar, as the running to and fro of locusts shall he run upon them. Verse 5. The Lord is exalted. For he is, for he dwelleth on high. He hath filled Zion with judgment and righteousness, and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times, and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Behold, their valiant ones shall cry without. The ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly. Watch this. The highways lie waste, the wayfaring man ceaseth. He hath broken the covenant, he hath despised the cities, he hath he regardeth no man. What does it say? It says, Behold, their valiant ones cry without. That means that they cry um outside outside the city, right? The ambassadors of peace shall weep bitterly. The highways lie waste. The wayfaring man ceaseth. He hath broken the covenant. He hath despised the cities. He regardeth no man. Now, what is that saying? This is saying that, and um, I, 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 I know you probably don't really understand what the scripture is talking about, but what it's basically saying is Isaiah's final woe to Israel and Judah is looking beyond the coming Assyrian invasion, right? To the ultimate devastation that will come on the land in the final days. The, the, watch this. Thee that spoilest, 
is talking about um, uh, talk when it's talking about the spoiler is a reference to the Antichrist and his kingdom. The time of trouble refers to the tribulation period. The invading army is like like a horde of locusts that shall cover the land of Israel. Watch, watch this. He hath broken the covenant and regarded and he regardeth no man. That means it, it, it's it's talking about Daniel chapter nine, verse twenty seven, and it refers to the Antichrist. This is prophetic uh, that the both prophets Isaiah and Daniel foresaw a time when the one who promised to defend Israel will turn against her during the tribulation period. These are the beginning signs of that. We're beginning to see, you know. Um, how how America keeps solidifying their you know their backing of Israel on camera, but behind closed doors, you see why did Biden didn't Biden go over there? Okay, <laughs> Biden is not for righteousness. He is not for God. He is he is against God. That's a spirit of antichrist. It's not the antichrist. But, uh, you know, if you're changing the laws and the times and you're and you're, you know, perverting everything that is called God, come on, uh, every 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 uh, covenant, you know, every uh, godly covenant and law. You are perverting it. You're calling good evil and evil good. You're legislating homosexuality, alphabet community. You know, you're against the family unit. You're against people raising their own children. The government want to raise their children, you know, and all of that. What You know, th there's no God anywhere in that. So tell me why they're in alliance with Israel. What's the reason? And why is Israel so willing to accept that? You know what I mean? And not fully rely on God. Not fully rely on God. Why can't we just, why can't they just, you know what I mean? Just fully rely on God. I'll give you another scripture here. Give you another one. Um, where is that? It talks about um, Egypt. Isaiah 31. Fully rely on God. You see, when when they had that that uh, that press, you know, they were talking about all the atrocities that happened. You know, when Hamas attacked Israel, and thankfully, you know, now you know um, Israel uh, has done war that Gaza Strip out. I mean, Gaza is is reeling. Gaza is reeling. You know, from the attacks. Um, their hospitals are overloaded. They say they only have about two more days left of uh, uh, generator or, you know, energy for, before that goes out. And the hospitals, you know, the people in the hospitals there are not going to make it. So Gaza is being worn out. Right. So God is standing up. God is fighting for Israel. But this is what must be done. What must be done is that we as a people, Israel. 
and the Gentiles that were grafted into Israel. We have, as a people, we have to learn how to trust and rely solely upon God because that never, that God was weeping because that never should have happened. You not know that God, when, when it says all heaven rejoices over one soul that gets saved, imagine how heaven weeps when one soul is lost of God's own people. God was weeping for those babies, weeping for those children, weeping over those, you know, those families. God was weeping over them. He's married to, he's married to us. He's married to them. So, you know, he, he's saying that that never should have happened. He never wanted that to happen. But they stepped outside of his, out, outside of his protection, outside of his covenant and started bowing to the idols of strangers. Now tell me what strangers, you tell me what strangers, what stranger do every nation in this world bow to their idols? America. And guess who's shaking hands with them over there right now? America. I'm just saying, instead of trusting and relying in on God themselves, how do we know that they do untrust and relying on God themselves? Because that prime minister never mentioned God. He never mentioned repentance. He never mentioned prayer. Pray for Israel. You know, oh, we're going to fight and we're going to, you know, and, and, and they're going to pay. Yeah, Hamas is going to pay. They're going to pay. Okay, but what, you know, what? where's the, you know, where's the prayer? Where's the even soliciting for prayer, asking, hey, pray for Israel, you know, that we, we, we must return back to God. You know what I mean? Like, why wasn't they talking about that? And that that's the kind of stuff that breaks God's heart. I don't know, you know, I don't know about you, but that's the kind of stuff that breaks his heart. His name is not mentioned once. You know, we just in our flesh rise up and we're going to fight back and we're going to overtake. Yes, God helped them. But God is like, if it wasn't for the prayers of the righteous, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. Come on. And if it wasn't for the fact that I'm married to you. But where is the, you know what I mean? Verse um, Isaiah 31, it says, uh, verse one, it says, woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots. That word stay means um, uh, rely, rely on horses and chariots. That means you rely in your own strength or in the strength of your armies or what have you in the strength of man. Uh, and it says, uh, it says, woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and, and, and rely on horses and trust in chariots. Some trust in horses, some in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. That's what David said. David, David said, but he says, woe to them. He says, because, uh, you trust in and rely on your horses and your chariots because they are many right? They, they have a very strong army and in horsemen because they are very strong, but they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. 
Yes, I'm not judging. I'm just I'm just saying the truth here. This is this is what the Spirit of God is showing me. And it's the truth. So we we, we have to repent. Neither seek they the Lord. It says, it said, it says, yet he also is wise and will bring back evil and will not call back his words. He will not uh retract his words. He will bring back the, he will, it says God is also wise. In other words, just like you think your horses and chariots are wise, yet you neither, you, you don't look to the Holy One of Israel, neither seek you the Lord. Yet he also is wise and will bring evil. That means he will bring disaster and will not call back his words, will not retract his words, but will arise against the house of the evildoers and against the help of them that work iniquity. Now the Egyptians are men and not God, and their horses flesh and not spirit. When the Lord shall stretch out his hand, but he that both he that helpeth shall fall, and he that is hoping shall fall. That means he that is helped shall fall. And they all shall fall together. When the Lord stretches out his hand, see, it's, 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 not, the, it's not the army, it's not the military, it's not the, uh, the, the ammunition, and it's not the bombs, and it's not none of that that is save, actually saving them from the arm of the Lord. If the Lord stretches out his hand for destruction, both Israel will fall and they that help Israel will fall. That's what the scripture is saying. This is talking about Israel. This scripture is talking about Israel. Israel and Judah. Isaiah is talking about those who would advocate an alliance for the protection of Judah. They trust in horses and chariots rather than God who is spirit. So, 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 you know, there's, there's a, this is a call to repentance and for Israel to return to her first love. For Israel to return to her first love. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. I didn't, I didn't, you know, want this to, <laughs> to get all, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, you know, that's what this is about. It's a call to repentance. It's a call to repentance. And it's a call to repentance. And the Lord is saying, um, the Lord is saying um, here that there has to be repentance in this order. Repentance um, and then pray for the remnant. Um, then, you know, the Spirit of God led me to praying for uh, ceasefire. Amen. Um, and some of this I heard Apostle Tony uh, saying ceasefire as well. Um you know, and then go to battle, amen, um, concerning Israel, amen, and pray for the peace, the restoration, the revival uh, to come, um, 
you know, and the uh, begin to prophesy the awakening and the preaching of the gospel uh, throughout Israel again, as well as throughout the entire Middle East. Apostle Tony told us that the um, Apostle Tony told us that the uh, that God wants to uh, use uh, you know Saudi Arabia as a gateway to uh, release the gospel to the surrounding nations. So, you know, to, throughout the whole uh, Middle East. So um, that's that's the direction that I've been praying, you guys, um, is what I just said here. And, um, you know, just praying that that they fully uh, return back to the Lord. Amen. Because so many of them, they left their first love and they became at ease in Zion. And, um, you know, and they're and they're surrounded by enemy tribes. So, you know. Some of them people that they're they're they are not they're not for Israel and some and, and those who say they're for Israel are not really for Israel. And that's the truth. God said Israel has to fully rely on me. You know, they didn't win. They did not win uh, their territory or uh, gain territory by mixing and mingling with enemy nations. Um, the Apostle Tommy told us how uh, the word Palestine or Palestine actually um, was called Palestine or was named Palestine as a mockery um, against Israel, like to mock Israel uh, because the word Palestine in the Greek, I think he said, I didn't look it up, but um, it, it, it actually means Philistine. And the Philistines were the biggest enemy uh, tribe of Israel. The biggest enemies of Israel were the Philistines. Remember how Samson, God raised up Samson um, to destroy the Philistines. Amen. Um, because the Philistines were vile. They were so wicked and um, they hated Israel. They wanted to wipe out Israel and still today. Those Palestinians want to wipe out Israel. And um, Hamas appears to be, you know, uh, backed by the, by the Palestinians. Now, our Secretary of State said that it's not. But I don't, I'm not so, too sure about that because I believe the prophet over the Secretary of State any day. And God told the prophet, our uh Apostle Tommy, that they're backed by the they're backed by Palestine. Palestine. So, you know, we we've been praying, you know, together, um, you know, uh, concerning Israel and everything. Uh, I've been praying, you know, with my new uh, church family as well as here at home, and we're just, you know. We're rejoicing now, you know, because uh, God has given us the victory. God, God has, God has given the victory, you know. Like God has given us the victory. Um, they're gonna come out of this. They're gonna come out of this. 
but we have to be we have to be continually praying for a full surrender and a full uh, repentance, amen, um, and a full turning or returning back to the Lord. Uh, because it's just strange that you don't hear anybody over anybody talking about prayer or 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 God Himself. You know what I mean? Out of all the news and all the people that's reporting from over there that are Israel, you know, and that are Jews, they they why they're not talking about Jesus? Why they're not talking about God? Why they're not you know um rip, you know mention even mentioning repentance or anything? just you know that just shows you know that the heart is not is not really where it needs to be um so that's what we've been praying and um next week um friday is uh we're going to be praying here next friday um how to how to slay in prayer and um you know, we'll we'll continue to pray. We're gonna close out in prayer here tonight, um, and we'll continue to pray um, through that next week, Friday. We'll just be praying, covering different topics that the Lord, you know, uh, wants us praying about. Amen. Um, praying for Israel, praying um, against Halloween and all that kind of stuff. Which I I think really, you know, by now we should all know that we need to be praying against Halloween. You know what I mean? Like that we don't need to uh, participate and we need to be in the spirit realm pushing back um, against, you know, uh, you know, the uh, the witchcraft and the evil that that is released during this during this time. But I believe it's already it was already released. I don't believe that that, you know, what I mean, like this is it's not something that we should just start praying, you know, what I mean, when it when October comes. Um, I learned a couple of years ago from one of the, uh, one of the, uh, goodness, I forget his name, but he was on Bar Blars and I have it on video. It's on my uh, podcast channel, Divinity Life Ar Archives, um, about Halloween. And it was, uh, anyway, he was, a, he was a satanic high priest, um, and, uh, he, you know, started like coming out of that and uh, he agreed to do an interview with Bob Larson and um, he was talking about how, you know, people who, you know, celebrate Halloween and people who, um, you know, start, you know, releasing stuff or whatever around Halloween and all of that, they're not really who they say they are. <laughs> There's just wannabes, he says. He says it's really the ones uh, he says, because once you get up in the ranks or in the degrees, amen, um, that's something, he said, that's something we do all year long. We, we don't wait till Halloween, you know, like, in fact, some of them don't, many of them don't even celebrate Halloween. Like, they don't even get into it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, he's like, that's just, you know, so, you know, there, there's a mindset. I think there's a mindset shift that needs to take place. Um, within the body of Christ, we have to start to uh, understand our enemy and start to, um, you know what I'm saying, start to calculate 
his strategies a bit better. We have to start to understand his strategies a bit better. Um, and that way we're not behind the ball. You know what I mean? Um, the, we, we pray against this stuff year round. You know what I mean? That That's that's what we do. At least that's what I, I'm doing over here. Praying against that stuff year round. Um, and the reason I'm not so, you know, wired about it or, you know, hey, y'all shouldn't be celebrating Halloween and all this kind of stuff is because I'm just at a point where I believe we know, who, I mean, we know who we are. We, if we know who we are, I'm at a point where I know who I am. I know who my father is. I know what I carry. You know what I mean? And I don't have to uh, be moved by every little thing that the enemy is doing. Hear me what I'm saying. You know? We know the enemy is going to do what he does. But we should not be moved by what he does. Because we also know that God is going to do what he does. The devil is going to do what he does best. And God is going to do what he does best. What he always does best. What he always does best. Sorry, guys. Poor connection. God is going to do what he always does best, right? And so we're victorious, you know what I mean? But you have to know that you have the victory, you know, and you can't walk in fear. And the enemy's going to try to put fear in people, anybody that he can put fear in. He's going to try, you know. Um, but you have to stand up in your authority, stand up in the power, the authority that that the Lord gave you, right? Remember that you're seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You ain't even got no business dwelling down here as an earth cadet or an earth dweller. Come on. So, you know, we have to shift our mindset to a victorious position and a victorious mindset. I mean, if we're in Psalm 91, then we're in Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place, not visits the secret place, but he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide, that means live, that means stay, under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress. In him will I trust. You know, a thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand. But none of these plagues shall come nigh my dwelling. Right? So we have to know. This is something we have to know. Not something that we, you know, just think about from time to time or read periodically in scripture. But these are things we have to know. Because it's our lifestyle. It's our experience. You know? And when we do go through things, you know what I mean? Know that, hey, it's time to consider. It's time to repent. It's time to, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. It's time to listen for answers or instruction, you know what I mean? 
And it's time to apply wisdom, apply that wisdom, apply that instruction. And watch the hand of God bring you out of that thing. Watch the hand of God bring you out. Signs, wonders, and miracles follow them that believe. God is saying, do you believe me? Do you believe me? Do you believe me? Psalm 91 verse 14, it says, because he set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. It doesn't say he won't go through anything, right? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. Why? Because we set our love upon him. Therefore, he will deliver us and it says, and set us on high because we have known his name. It says, we should call upon him and he will answer us. He will be with us in trouble. He will deliver us and honor us. And then it says, with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. So, you know, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person I look to the end of a thing because I know that the end of a thing is going to be greater. It's going to be better than the beginning thereof. And I look to the end all the way to the end of the thing. I look beyond my affliction, beyond my whatever I'm going through, and I look to the end. And the end is telling me that God is going to have his way. The end is telling me new heaven, new earth. The end is telling me victory belongs unto the saints. The end is telling me thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph always through Christ Jesus. Always. The end is telling me, amen, that, that, that we are more and mightier than they. The end is telling me that no curse shall land upon us. The end is telling me. That God's word cannot return into him void. That it must accomplish everything he sent it out to do. The end is telling me that everything is working together for my good. Because I love the Lord. He gave me a heart to love him. And he called me according to his purpose. The end is telling me that there are more for us than there are against us. The end is telling me to look, look at the end of Job. How God gave him double for his trouble. <laughs> the end is telling me with his stripes. I am healed. The end is telling me that the blood of Jesus is speaking on our behalf. The end is telling me that no witch or warlock or sorcerer can overcome or cross over the boundary of the blood. The end is telling me to tread upon the head of every serpent and scorpion and over all the work of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt or harm me. The end is telling me victory on top of victory, on top of victory, on top of victory. The end is telling me, hallelujah. Thanks be unto God.
who causes us to triumph always through Christ Jesus. That's what the end is telling you. What is the end telling you? When you're talking about mindset, it's about setting your mind. That means setting your focus. That means setting your vision. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What is the end, the future showing you? What, what, what is God showing you about the future? Because that way you won't be moved. You know, you won't be afraid. Your mind, your thought life is secure. He will keep your mind in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stayed on him, he keeps us in perfect peace. It will secure your mind in peace. It will lock your mind down in peace. What is the end showing you? What is the end showing you? What is the end telling you? What did the end of the book say? Revelation 21, come on. What happened to our enemies? <laughs> what happened to our enemies? This is what we this is what our mindset should be when we are trusting in the Lord. When we are dwelling in the secret place. You know, and some somebody may say, you know, it's it, it's a struggle, you know, to you know, sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down. And I understand absolutely. I understand absolutely. The spirit of distraction and the spirit of depression even and the spirit of confusion tried to grip me. It tried to grip my mind, y'all. It tried to grip my mind. But I kept looking into this perfect law of liberty, you see. And every time I look into this perfect law of liberty, my chains fall off. It's the perfect law of liberty. I get free. I get free. I get free. David said, it wasn't until I went into the house of the Lord and then until I understood that I understood their end. It wasn't until I went into the house of the Lord that I understood, then I understood the end of the wicked. You see, the end of a thing. So it's not until you go into the presence of the Lord. Yeah, the house of the Lord is the tabernacle of God, the house of God, the brick and mortar, yes. But it's also this. And it's also your, your quiet time, your prayer life, your worship, your time in worship, you know, before the Lord. Sometimes just, just, just open your mouth and start worshiping God. Just sing him a song. Sing him a love song. Just open your mouth and sing, sing him a love song. Hallelujah. And watch the thing just start turning around and watch those chains just fall off your mind. Just watch the enemy just shut down and close up shop and pack up and go home. <laughs> you don't belong here. 
You can't dwell in this realm. You can't dwell in this realm. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. 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 So that's where I was, you know, that that was my that was my kind of little process <laughs> what I was going through. <laughs> I was like, y'all, that's been my life lately. Just, you know, my face in this book, you know, and, you know, uh, tune, tune it in, stay plugged into God, you know, to what's going on in God's heart, asking him questions. Whenever, you know, we're facing stuff, you know, or, or, or we're struggling with stuff, we should always ask God why. Nothing wrong with asking God why. Why? Because God wants you to know why, because He wants to give you answers. It's not until we know why we're in something that God will will give us the wisdom to get out of that something. There's always a key that opens the door. There's a key that opens the door. There's a wisdom that opens the door. There's an act of obedience to that wisdom that opens the door. Amen. So, you know, it may it may even take a while, but as long as you get there. Amen. As long as you get there. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to we're going to uh I'm going to close out now and um we'll get, we'll come together next Friday and we will uh we're, we're, we're going to pray, but I'm not going to put that in the title because I know y'all, a lot of y'all, when y'all see prayer, you don't show up. <laughs> if we say it's prayer time, people don't want to show up. So I'm just telling you now, but I'm not going to just just forget about it till next week. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to let you go. I love you. And... Uh, we're going to close out here. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you uh, for your spirit. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your divine wisdom and understanding and insight. We thank you, Father God, hallelujah, for the victory that overcomes this world, even our faith. We say thank you, Lord. Thanks be unto you who causes us to triumph always through Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for the spirit of repentance, God, that's hovering uh, over Israel, Father God, hovering over your people, over every man, woman, and child in the body of Christ. Father, we thank you right now, Father, for the spirit of repentance and for a returning uh, unto you and a surrendering and a turning of the heart back unto you with our whole hearts, Father, in Jesus' name. And Father, we just thank you right now, God, for your mercy and for your grace. You said that you, uh, we can come boldly before your throne of grace to obtain mercy and to find grace to help us in time of need. We thank you for that right now, Lord. And we just humble ourselves. You said, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then 
you shall hear from heaven. Then will I forgive their sins. Then will I heal their land. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, that you're faithful to your word. You're faithful to your covenant, your covenant-keeping God. Hallelujah. We magnify you just for who you are, Lord, that you are faithful, God, that none of your words will ever fall to the ground, that the scriptures cannot be broken. What you have said you will accomplish, hallelujah, your word shall never return into you void, but it must accomplish everything that you sent it out to do. We thank you and we give you glory tonight, God, and we just worship you for who you are. Hallelujah, because you are gracious and you are kind and you are loving. Your love covers the multitude of sin. We thank you, Father God. You are the worthy Lamb of God who was slain before the foundations of the world. And that blood that you sprinkled out upon the mercy seat for our sins, that blood that speaks better things than that of Abel, that blood that you shed for us on the cross of Calvary for the remission of our sins and the redemption of our souls, Father God, is speaking on our behalf right now. Is speaking on behalf of the people of the children of Israel right now. Is speaking on behalf of every nation that calls upon your name. Hallelujah. The blood is speaking right now. We thank you right now. Hallelujah. For the death, the, the, the burial, the resurrection and the ascension of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, resurrected from the grave with the keys to death, hell in the grave with all power in his hands and sent it on high and led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. We thank you for that right now, Father. Hallelujah, we just look to you. We acknowledge you for who you are and we repent and return unto you, O God. We return unto you as King, as Lord of all. Hallelujah and Savior. Hallelujah. We bless your name because you are the Lord of hosts. You are the one who fights our battles. You are the one, hallelujah, who musters the battle. You are the one, Father, only true and living God, all wise, eternal God, creator of heaven and earth and all things therein is. Hallelujah. Earth, heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool. Hallelujah. You are great and greatly to be praised. Elohim, El Shaddai, Adonai, Yahweh is your name. You are holy and you must be worshipped. You must be honored. You must be adored. You must be reverenced as such. You must be feared as such. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you. We humble ourselves before you tonight, Lord. We repent of every sin, every transgression, Father God. Father God, all idolatry, all rebellion, God, all perversion, God, all lust, oh God. Father God, all that, uh, everything that is against your name, that is against your will, Father, everything we've said, done, or thought to grieve you, to displease you, to hurt you, to anger you, to offend your Holy Spirit, Father, we repent right now in Jesus' name. We repent on behalf of Israel. You said if a nation turned back to God, if a nation turned from sin and turned from their wicked ways, God, you will forgive. Hallelujah. And you will no longer impute that sin unto them. But if we return, if we turn back to sin and turn back to wickedness, then those things that you have forgiven us and forgotten about, you will remember them again. Father, we're praying right now, God, that once and for all, we will choose this day, Jesus, that we will remain in the secret place, that we will dwell Hallelujah. 
under the shadow of the, of the Almighty, that we will dwell in the secret place of the Most High. He said, then we'll, we can call upon you and you will answer. Then you will deliver us. You will be with us in trouble. You will honor us. Then you will satisfy us with long life and show us your salvation. Then, hallelujah, we can stand and say, that we shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that wasted that noonday, that a thousand shall fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come nigh us. Only with our, our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah. We repent, Father. We repent. We bow our knees. We bow our hearts unto you. We surrender fully unto you. Take up your abode within us once again. Cleanse us thoroughly from all filthiness of flesh and spirit and from all sin and unrighteousness. Blot out all our transgressions for your name's sake and remember our sins no more. But cast them all away into the depths of the sea of forgetfulness. Father God, create in us clean hearts and renew the right spirit within us. Fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit and let your Holy Spirit take up residence within us and occupy every space in these temples of clay that belong unto you. Take possession, Holy Ghost. Heal, set free, and deliver your people. Deliver your people, even Israel, in Jesus' name. Let there be deliverance. Let there be healing. Let there be total victory on every side, in Jesus' name. The enemies of God are already defeated. Hallelujah. Let your sword go through the land and smite and utterly destroy and devour everything unclean, everything unholy, everything unrighteous, everything untrue. Every satanic, wicked agenda of the enemy, every plot, plan, and scheme in the name of Jesus, let it be disannulled, let it be canceled, hallelujah, and let the enemy be taken in his own snares, fall into his own pits, and hang upon his own gallows. We rebuke and bind and take authority over the spirit of Haman in Jesus' name, over the spirit of the Philistines, the spirit of the Amalekites, and every enemy of Israel. We take authority and rebuke and bind the spirit of Antichrist in the name of Christ Jesus. And we banish these spirits to the bottomless pit in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Spirit of death, spirit of rape and murder, we bind and banish you in the name of Jesus to the bottomless pit right now. We decree total freedom and we decree victory on every side. Triumph over every enemy of Israel. Triumph over every enemy of God who is on the Lord's side. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Let us not be like those that were swallowed up. Hallelujah. 
But let us stand firm and faithful to the Lord God Almighty in Jesus' name all the days of our life. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's it for tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus cover each and every one of you, your, your households, your children. And uh, may his peace rest upon you in Jesus' mighty name. I'm going to see you here um, next week, okay? And God bless you. I love you. And yeah, if you're in the Visual Pioneers Club, I'm releasing a batch tomorrow. Um, hey, Marquee girl. What's up, girl? <laughs> I'm releasing a batch uh, tomorrow. Um, so uh, I'm going to be live releasing the batch. So you can join in if you want. Uh, if you want to join in on the live, let me know. Hit me in my DM and I will send you the link uh, of when I'm going live. Um, but uh, yeah, Visual Pioneers Club tomorrow. Uh is the next batch release and then we have our uh, group clarity call next weekend amen next weekend and um yeah so that's pretty much it uh she said hey hon i'll be looking forward to hey hon too <laughs> thank you <laughs> hope to see you there and um yeah i'm gonna close out and uh, get out of your hair here i'm gonna uh, run the promo for, for for those of you who don't know what the visual pioneers club is Visit the website, divinitylife.com. It'll tell you all about it. Um, it's just helping women of vision, basically, okay? Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to run the promo, and I will see you guys next week. See you next week, all right? Uh, other than tomorrow, I'll see you next week. Um, all right, bye, girl. Love you.